And find whenever I meditate My fears alleviate My tears evaporate My faith don't deviate Ideas don't have a date But see I'm growing And getting stronger with every breath Bringing me closer to heaven's doors With every step As we speak I'm at peace No longer scared to die Most niggas don't believe in God And so they terrified It's either that or they be fearing They gon' go to hell Asking the father for forgiveness Got them overwhelmed As it be spiteful Like them white folks that control the jail Welcome to the You Good Podcast, brought to you by Syndicated Entertainment. I am DJ Eon. It's your boy Mike Stay Blessed. It's your boy Mick Jiggy in the cut. So, and we're here, man. Another episode, episode seven. You know, You Good, we just kind of get started. <laughs> episode six, yeah, episode... You said seven. Episode six. Episode six. Should we start over again? No, don't worry. No, we no, can... just keep it, keep it going, man. I bet. So, um, today it's not going to be um, one of our usual pods. Um, uh, a lot of shit has been going on the past couple of months, in addition to the quarantine. Months. So, um, centuries. A couple of months, man. Centuries. Centuries. Decades. Bro. We're just trying to um, address that because, um, I don't know, man. Um, we we have our voices do count. So the more that we talk about it, the more people will hear it. The more people will feel more comfortable to talk because I don't know something something's got to be done. Right. Um, but before we get into um, today's topic, I just want to address um, a couple of uh, things from our podcast, the You Good Podcast. Um, a couple of things that we um, we want to apologize for episode five. If you haven't heard it, it um, there was we trying we're trying a new tactic, and it didn't um, come out the way we want to. And everyone's schedules is kind of uh, convoluted right now, so. Um, do apologize for that. I hope you do enjoy. I hope you guys did enjoy episode five. And another thing is about throwback stories. If you've been with us since episode one, we're talking about the throwback stories. They will come back, but I think our throwback stories are better told when we're all together, not when we're all apart like this. So the throwback stories will be coming back soon. Like there's a lot of funny shit that you guys will enjoy, and you we know that you guys have been laughing. You've been, yeah, I've told us personally that you've been laughing. So throwback stories will come back. We'll let you know. All right. So for today, um, like I said, a lot of things have been going on. So yeah. we're just trying to get into it. It's 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 been going on for years, decades, centuries, man. And um, I think this may have been <coughs> the straw that broke the camel's back. Well, cause I I'm I'm honestly pissed. So I want to say something, cause you know we do talk about when we joke a lot around uh, on this podcast. But you know it's it is good. Like for example, me and Mike, we, you know, uh, me and Mike knows the saying from this other podcast we listen to. You know, it's good to joke around, but jokes only really matter if you get serious from, from time to time. So I think it's really good that we are having this podcast to address you know a lot of this fuckery that's going on, cause it is it's very fucked up. <sighs> you know to just. You know, put it bluntly out there, especially you know, <laughs> people of color. It's just like when 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 are we gonna have our time? You know, to shine. Like you know, what I'm saying, like when are we gonna be able when to walk you, outside safely? Like when when would the letter shine? Like I don't. 
this is ridiculous. It, it just keeps keeps getting worse. You know, um, <sighs> um, fellas, normally, well, let's 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 go back a little. So, like Eon said last week, we went to a different recording style, which did not allow me to use my sound effects the way I normally would. <laughs> and today we're back to sound effects, right? But in respect to how serious these topics are, I'm going to refrain from using the gunshot sound effect for today. You know, right. just just out of pure respect. Um, but I will use this one. No, it's uh, Stephen A. Smith. Oh. Shout out to Stephen A. Smith. I'm ticked off. Long, like I can't, I can't put this in, in any any better words. It's I'm ticked off, but at the same time, I don't know what I'm ticked off at. Am I upset at what's going on, or am I upset at the fact that what's going on is is becoming so numbing and so common and just so ordinary? I don't want to call it ordinary, but it's just so numb to me now that it's just you can't give all of your emotions and all of your energies to certain to any situation you know to any incident and all of these are tragic and they're sad in their own right but if i as a person or if anybody as a person were to just give their energy towards every single incident of prejudice of racism of discrimination that goes on to this world we would literally go crazy before like the end of the day um Rest in peace to Ahmad Aubrey. Yeah, um, rest in peace. Rest in peace yeah, to any, um, rest in peace to anybody who has has seen dealt with this in yes. any form. Like this any is ridiculous. Um, for any of you who live in Iraq and you don't know the situation that's been going on, uh, that's been spoke, been shared and talked about on social media. Um, Ahmad Aubrey, uh, twenty six years would have been twenty six years old was uh, brutally attacked by um, Caucasian thugs while jogging. Um, and I I used to, I put as much emphasis in the word thugs because that's who those people were. They were thugs who, wouldn't, who couldn't mind their own business and let the man jog like what he's been doing. <clears throat> I'm guessing for, it's been part of his routine forever. So this man was gunned down, and um, because of that, and how he was gunned down, and why he was gunned down, and by whom he was gunned down, this is why um, this podcast has been is going to be a bit more serious because we gotta it, at this point like when when is when is enough is enough when can't people why can't when and why can't people just let us live like it doesn't make any sense to me it still doesn't make any sense to me i, I wanted to say uh mention something can't even can't even do anything mike speak your mind jake mike had said something that it's, it's upsetting because it's becoming very numbing numbing that this happens so often that you know almost every day you hear on the news another black person died another black person got shot police brutality and so i knew i heard about this one that he was jogging and he basically got killed and I was mentioning it to my mother and so you know I was asking oh did you hear about it and she was just like oh which one that right there is what hurt me because it's 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 why why does it happen so often that 
it's Racist. numbing to, to ask which one. And so that's an innocent question on my mom's part because she was speaking about another instance about how uh, a couple of black males were uh, b- like brutally beat up. They're, luckily, they're still alive, but by police for not walking outside with a mask when I'm, I'm not sure where the area is, but they they're enforcing everyone to keep a mask on as in while yeah. outside. And they got beat up because they didn't have a mask. But it was also the police job to hand out masks to those that didn't have in the street. And <clears throat> and that's what they did. They 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 hand out they did hand out masks, but not to people of color. Right. <laughs> it's like they treat so, us a certain way and then they treat the others like <laughs> like they protect and serve like they're supposed to do. Like aren't Black people, minorities, people of color in this country do pay their taxes too. So we don't pay our taxes for you to fu- to fucking shoot us every time you f- you f- quote fear for your life or they fit a description. Like honestly, um, I feel like all cops are cowards. Um, because I feel like if you were in a specific, if you were in this profession, and your excuse is, I f- I feared for my life. That's the excuse that you used to murder somebody. This pr- clearly, this profession was not for you. I do want to either say either you're in the wrong profession, either you're in the wrong profession, or whoever trained you is not that is not good at their job. I do want or to the say the curriculum needs to be changed. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go as far as to say all oh, cops are cowards. Right. Um, they are. Some. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's that's. I mean, I don't know if that's fair or not. What I would. What I would go on and say is that there's a problem, and and. Cops, that's the problem. You know, it's been—I don't, I don't want to say recently, but it's been a, a, a very a problem that has spanned from now to, to to the 1600s. When people are in a position of power, for some reason, they feel the need to specifically attack people of color. Maybe not say specifically attack people of color, but it seems like we receive this this bullying. These, this, this, these malicious um, acts the most. And why? Who knows? Um, who makes no sense to me. Make, Racism never made any sense to me. None whatsoever. None, none whatsoever. And it's truly sad because how can we fight back or how can we get help when the people who are supposed to be helping us are the ones who are attacking us? Who do we turn to? Because then when we try to fight back because we're sick and tired, then we're technically breaking the law because we're attacking police officers. But we're just trying to live normal lives. We're just trying to go about our lives and, and try to be as good citizens as we can in a country that we didn't want to be in in the first place. Let's be honest. True. But we're here now. And the least that we can do in some place that we don't want to be is at least be treated with some sort of respect. Um, yeah, you you're definitely right. Like this country that we didn't want to we did we didn't want to be here, but somehow generations later it has become a pivotal part of who we are. Like this is our home. So how is it that we give everything to a home, to a place, a country that doesn't do the same to us? Like that's for me that's that's just wasted effort. And I, and if anybody knows me, I I hate wasted effort like this doesn't doesn't make sense to me like i don't see any positives for those 
I don't see anything positive of racism. I don't see any. I don't see any. There's no silver lining. I don't. I don't see light in the tunnel. Like this shit still doesn't make any sense to me. So I did want to touch on one point. So um, my sister, she's very invested in the Bible, and so she reads it, understands it, analyzes it, and you know, she often goes back and says, like you know, she she likes it a lot because they say history repeats itself. A lot of what goes on today has. And in some ways happened before. And so, Mike, you said something about you don't know why why they hate us so much, why why we're treated this way. We, it's, it's always been an uphill battle. And so uh, my sister said this like a while ago, and I always, and when it comes to situations like these, I always think about it. Racism comes from a place of jealousy. If you look at a lot of the culture that we have put place, especially in this country, it's oftentimes the world. It's oftentimes like the Caucasians or the white people that try to appropriate our culture and make it take it for their own because in a way they they like what we do, they like our style, they like what we represent, but they don't want the negatives that come with it. They they're jealous. The negative they, the negative the negativity that they facilitated though. It's deeply rooted jealousy that has become the racism we see today. So the people nowadays that have, for example, their parents taught them racism, they're teaching their kids racism, they probably don't see it and they were just raised that way. But it's a very deeply rooted thing that goes all the way back to jealousy. You're right. You're you're right. You're definitely right, Jake. Because racism isn't... isn't, People aren't born racist. People aren't... it's, It's taught... And you got these people in this country that are teaching their kids to it's okay to treat other people who don't look like you the same way. I'm like, no, it's it's not. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't see the point of that. Like, people who profit off of people's misery are scum. Like, I, that, that does not sit right with me. That's, I, I, I don't know how people can live with themselves off of other people's suffering. Like, it doesn't. How can you? How does making somebody else suffer make you feel good? Like, this shit doesn't make any sense. And then you have the audacity to quote, like, what you're doing. The audacity to say that what you're doing is right, is just. But it's not, like... And so... I don't know, man. Maybe maybe, maybe I'm too I'm too naive. I don't know. I think it's a matter of perspective, right? I, I always try to refrain from using, oh, that's good or that's bad, because the, those are subjective terms, right? Because in the yeah. eyes of, you know, right. a suburban white male who's raised... In, you know, for example, down south by racist parents, what he looks of as being good is different than what someone else, a black man from New York would see as being good, for example, because their parents have instilled with them, for example, you know, the certain culture of racism, like, you know, of treating people of color a certain way, where, for example, in New York, we're a lot, and, and I guess I'm, I might be overgeneralizing, but a different person might be raised up to see people as equals and to see people you know of color of you know that are white black asian to see them as being you know equivalent to just a human being but it's a matter of perspective so if that white person ends up you know calling that black person a name they may think what they're doing is right or what they were raised to think was right because that's just their perspective on life and someone else looking at it who's raised in a more, you know, liberal society, a more liberal culture may see it as like they're fucked up. How do they see it that way? So I, I think 
it's it's more of a matter of just having people understand both sides because I think a lot of people that are racist only see from their end and they don't they refuse to see or put their themselves in the shoes of a black person getting killed, a black person being, you know, mistreated as in judged before they even open their mouth to say a thing. Um, um, I, I, I agree. I agree. I think the ignorance to, 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 to the ignorance of like black culture or just minority culture does play a huge part in in these thoughts and, and, and prejudice and discrimination. Um, just speaking from a personal experience, I went to school in central New York. Um, I went to school with a bunch of people, a bunch of white people. My school was about 4% minority when I got there. Not 4% black, 4% minority, which means 90, 96% of the school was white. And when I got there, I encountered a lot of people who honestly just told me I've never had an encounter with a black person in my life. And the only thing that I know about, you know, how black people operate is what I see on television, you know, um, basketball, sports. I don't want to just say basketball, sports. Um, Entertainment. Shows, yeah, it just shows like, you know, I don't want like Bad Girls Club, things like that. You know, those are where they're starting, where they're seeing representation of us. So when you know, they see us, the only thing they have to go off is what they see on television, which by no means is a proper representation of who we are as people. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't there's, there's not a lot of good shows that, that shows proper representation of us as a people and our culture. I mean, there, there's some, there, it's gotten much better now, but there isn't. It's not the 80s and 90s where we have, you know, like uh, the Cosby show or Fresh Prince, Family Matters, shows that portrayed like a family unit, you know, things where people could look to it and see a black family that wasn't struggling with, with money issues or struggling with problems, you know, affluent families of color, you know, people could go to TV and see that. Now, there's barely anything like that on television. Right. There's, you know... Barely any good reality shows. Exactly. Barely any good. Real Housewives or something. Exactly. It's Housewives of freaking of of Narnia. You know, like it in <laughs> like it's just Housewives is just anywhere. But if you see Housewives, ninety percent of the Housewives are going to be black, and ninety percent of the Housewives aren't even Housewives. Just and this is why, people. if you notice, there was a push. Housewives, <laughs> right. baby mamas. Yeah, man. And that's why there was a push for black-owned businesses because if you think about it. We look and we get a lot of, you know, inspiration from the entertainment media, right? You know, we, mm-hmm. we look at these rappers. We look at these, you know, entertainers, these comedians that are black. But if you look at it, the corporate setting around them is run by white people. So, for example, they control what is pushed in the media or not. For example, I saw this interview with this rapper. He said that, you know, he never had a chance to blow up. And so this person was interviewing him and asking him why. And so he was saying that, you know... At first, they got he got into the door of this, you know, I forgot what record label it was, but they heard him rapping about the street, and they were saying, oh, yeah, like, you know, this sounds really authentic, and, you know, it sounds dope. And he was saying, yeah, this is, this is my life. And they're like, yeah, we want you to make more things like that. And so instead, he made a demo tape. Instead, he preached, I think he was mentioning things along the lines of God and saying, you know, to, you know, uplift one another. And so it was a little less violent than what 
they had known him off of. And they kicked him out. They said, that's not what we want. That's not what sells. They control what sells. And they want to push a lot of the music dealing with crime, drugs, sex, money. And if you think about it, and yes. And if you think about it, this is why it's super important to push just black business. Because they are only going to let things in the media that they want. They're going to want to push this agenda about of black people looking a certain way, acting a certain way, and therefore brainwashing people or making them see us as being a threat, as being a villain, being that, you know, druggy or gun swinging, whatever, you know, it's that. But it, it stems back to, you know, corporate, the corporate media companies being run by white people. If things were to be black owned, black business owned, things would look different. It would, but it would have never been that ridiculous, right? Not even close. Very true, man. Which is um, why. <sighs> Speak, boss. Oh no! Um, I was just gonna gonna tie back into what the what the original, like what we were originally speaking of, which was you know like just politicality things like that. But I wanted you to. to Get your point across. Right. Uh, mm. My point or Eon's point? Eon. Herp. Uh, Eon, it makes you... Like, shit like this really makes you think. Like, it, I can't... I don't know. Um, I don't I don't, I don't. don't like to get too lost in my mind on, on what's going on. But, yeah. Um, like I said before, man, I never really understood... Um, the point of racism, like, why can't, like, we're all under one country, one banner, like, wouldn't it make sense to benefit off of everyone, like, make everyone benefit, like, I don't see the point, like, again, I'm, I'm sorry if I sound optimistic or pessimistic, I'm a pessimistic or, like, ridiculously naive, but, like, I've never seen the point, I don't get it, if somebody can do the job well. Wouldn't you rather hire that person regardless of their ethnicity, nationality, background? Like it's 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 stupid to me. And the fact that this country has been rooted in racism and discrimination for so long, like America really really ain't shit. Like we really are a third world country with a Gucci belt. Like this we we are <laughs> this is ridiculous, man. I have a question. You know, where and, do you get these sayings from? <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question though. So what ways do you think, you know, us people listening to this, people in our age demographic, in my our age demographic, how can we change this? Is there anything we can do? Because we sit back and we Man. hear the news and we hear these negative messages always coming and it upsets us. But is there anything we can do about it? Go out, uh, go out, vote, um, talk to your, your your local reps. I mean, we're all quarantined now. Let's, we can literally just do that and um, talk to um. I don't speak with activists, like um, local activists, maybe um, some popular ones. Not Sean King. Sean King's a fraud. But, um, you know, people who can actually, you know, make a difference. Because believe it or not, the black the black vote, the black voice has always mattered in history. Not just this country's history, but for world history. Our voice has always mattered. So I, I think that's the start. I'm not I'm not sure if it I'm not sure um if like people would want to do that because like one thing 
about black people is like we don't we like to mind our own business. Like if it's not about us, our friends or family, like we're not really with that. But on but times like these, situations like these, it always brings us to to you know unify and have this conversation and talk. And now that we're having this conversation now, like I think this is the best time for us to strike. Like we're all available. There's internet. Our phones are fine. Like if we were to I don't know get a collective of people, so people who are honestly about what we're what what we're trying to do. Like I don't know. Like this is a time to strike. This is a time to actually get our grievances heard. To talk to get our grievances heard. To talk to people who are in office. Who are in office? Maybe we can I don't know steer the status quo into our the status quo into a direction that benefits us. I, I, I feel like I'm just trying. Like, no, you no, make. I feel yeah. like there's a lot. I, f- yeah. I feel like there's a lot we can do, but I think it's about what what to what to strike first. Like, what what should be a priority? What, what something we can do later? It's all about you know just planning ahead. Like, I, I, not just jumping in and seeing what happens. Um, I think. Um, I think personally, we definitely need to start seeing ourselves in in these places of power. So that goes back to what um, Jake was saying when it comes to establishing Black-owned businesses um, and Eon talking about, you know, like, you know, going out to voting and, and just being more involved. I definitely think that we as a people need to start really pushing ourselves to, to be a part of these groups and to be a, in, in those, at those meetings with the people that are making those decisions. Um, for, for some reason, black people and, and people of color have have garnered a, a very big hatred for police, including, I don't wanna say myself, I don't like cops personally, but I'm not gonna say do away. I don't like bad cops. If you're a good cop, I can respect you. And, and, and I'll yeah, always what, give what, it up. What, what defines a good cop and a bad cop? I mean, Somebody who's cops, even, even, even when they, even when cops are committed in wrong, other cops will, will like, it's, there's no sense of accountability for when cops are wrong in a situation. I feel like good cops should always call out bad cops for a bunch of bullshit, for whatever bullshit that transpire. Like, I feel like there's not enough accountability when it comes to the police force, because you see a lot of, obviously you see a lot of cops who get off, who are stopped on a risk for, for committing murder or when they're in the wrong. I'm like, there's not enough accountability in this country. And the way that this administration is run, there's, there hasn't been any accountability ever since Obama left office. Like, <laughs> seriously, like, I mean, okay. it's always pushing, it's always pushing the blame off to somebody else or saying That's so-and-so true. was doing this. And then even when, even when the party who has been hurt is innocent, then they end up bringing up their past, like oh, so and so may have, may have, I don't know, may have uh, shoplift, shoplifted two years ago when he was like thirteen and didn't know any better. What does that have to do with the fact that he was a protective member of society now, and because he was at the wrong place at the wrong time, he lost his life? What does his past, when he was a kid, has to do with him now as an adult trying to get his life together, like this, or he or she trying to get their life together, like this shit? That's the shit that pisses me off, man. Like, there's not enough accountability for those who are sworn into to protect and serve. Not enough whatsoever. 
Well, you I, said I, you wanted I, to I, know. I, my fault. Stay blessed. You said what no, makes. You, got it, man. you said you wanted to say what makes a good cop and a bad cop, but I think just. I think a cop or a person who doesn't abuse their power and who takes accountability is what I would consider a good cop. And so there are some good cops out there. But, you know, because we're in the social media age, you know, we're able to hear about everything that goes around the world that is negative. So, you know, there is a lot of it that happens. So it hits us, you know, like a river. You know, we're just, just a whole bunch of this one got killed in this area. This one got killed in this area. This one was handcuffed and, you know, you know, ended up dying. You know, it it goes back to you know, one has that cop been trained correctly? Two, have are they abusing their power? Three, will they take accountability for for their actions? And so a I lot of that we don't see. I've, yeah, we don't see, we don't hear about, we but don't read. I did want to yeah, mention. I I, I, don't, I couldn't name a cop that took accountability for a mistake that they made. And I do want never to mention read an article, never heard on a podcast. I'm sorry, Jake. Go ahead. I do want to mention it's also a lot of what we see here in America. If you go and I guess look up anything dealing in outer countries, such as the UK or uh, any of the African countries, their police force is trained to. They know how to take people down with their hands or at most a, a baton. Yeah, I saw yeah. this video. Their gun. Their gun. Their gun is always the last resort. Right. But for this country, it's shoot first, ask questions later. Right. And for cops who do that, are the ones that are not being held accountable for their actions. Right. Like, how can you... Which is why I said it goes back to training. Knowingly, yeah, how can you knowingly, willingly take a life and get a slap on the wrist from that? Like, weren't we taught, for people who follow the Bible, I'm not with that shit anymore, that all life... It's precious. That's not even. It's not even a, a Christianity thing. Like it's just like a morality thing, an ethical thing, that all life is deemed precious. And the fact that you can easily just take a life like that and not take accountability for your mistake—that's what pisses me off, bro. Right. So, so this is what I was going back to. Um, I think it just goes back to 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 representation. You know, um, I truly think that if we are the people who are in these meetings or we are the people who are running things so far less of of these instances of these incidences and these tragic moments would happen now it's so it's, it's easier said than done obviously but think about it this way right the three of us are sitting here right now and we're talking about the situation what happens if one of us goes and joins the police force. We're all three good people from what I assume and from what I know. I know you guys pretty well. So we're all good people. I would assume that if you guys were to join the police force, you know, it, it would be one good person in there fighting for what's good. Now, easily, one of us three could definitely join. Now, whichever one of you two want to do it, go right ahead. This is not I'm me. good. <laughs> not but, me either, bro. <laughs> no, but I'm just like saying to like I think that's the issue. We're we're so we're we're very we're very active in, in wanting to to criticize you know these people, but we never want to be these people. And and part of it is because they they've garnered such a bad reputation so that we don't even want to throw ourselves into a mess that has been messed up for years. But also, somebody has to be the one to say no. 
a lot of these people are bad. I want to be that good person that somebody could rely on. I want to be that good cop that Eon could say, okay, I trust this cop, which would be a very, very long, like a very long process to gain your type of trust, Eon, but still, somebody has to be that person to want to say, okay, I want to do this. Or somebody wants, like Obama was that person. He said, I want to be the guy in office so that people who, who have no faith in politics or people who have no trust in government could look at me and say, okay, well, I believe that he has my best interests at heart. And and therefore, I want to do anything that I can to support him. Right. Um, we, we do too much complaining. We do way too much complaining. Um, but we Not don't enough take action. enough action. And, 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 and that is what we need to start doing. We've been complaining and crying. I mean... Yeah, yeah, but part, part of part of it is fear and like well placed fear because like we're we're the minority and the country that doesn't look out for you. Like people are honestly afraid to to speak out and and you know do these type of things that you were talking about. Like I'm not even gonna find. I'm afraid. Like I I feel like my voice is so insignificant, but I. I really want to make a difference, but I'm like, I, it's not even about even knowing how. It's more about do I have the courage to actually step out there and speak, and and you know, I look at it this put way. in the I effort. I look, I look at it this way. Are you are is somebody somebody's gonna be the one? And yes, it's 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 difficult because we've seen time and time again these people that have shown that courage. Oh, like ultimately, and they ended tragedy, you know. So we have um, Malcolm, Malcolm, Sarah Bland, um, Sandra Bland. Um, we have yeah. Martin Luther King. We have all Marcus Garvey. You know, um, mm-hmm. Fred Hampton, the Black Panther Party. You know, we have all these people that that did have the strength, did have the courage, did have the drive to to want to make things better. And ultimately, you know, they were set up or, or it ended in their demise. But and and, and it's. I may not be the one to say this, but we we can't just let that fear stop us from from wanting to do something because that fear is always going to be there. But there's going to be ah, a possibility. Bro, you, you, you're definitely like, right. I don't want to say something. Fear is always going to be there. <laughs> the, most, the most I've been doing, the most I've been doing, and I, I know I've been talking a lot this podcast. The most I've been doing is either either assigning a petition or or donating. Like I know I'm capable of doing more. But it's about finding the courage to do so. Like, I don't... Like, all life is precious. And I feel like this is a situation, type of change that we want. It's something that we can worth um, risking our lives for. But it's about finding the courage to do so. Like, I do want to say something. Like, I, I, I want to do more than just sign a petition on change.org. I want to do more than just donate a couple of dollars. I want to do more than that. But to, cur- to find the courage to do that, it's... I. I don't know what it's gonna take for me to, you know what? Let me just put on, put on my jeans, put on my coat, put on my hat, and, and you know, start you know, started to make a difference. Uh, that courage, a more, a more f- that courage comes from. I'm sorry to cut you off, Yon, but I'm sorry you, you hit more. Nah, action you to, good, bro? Uh, go more on. Speak your mind. That courage comes from us being in masses and us being together. You know that they're like they're fearful if black people were to come together. We're the minority because we're so spread out. If we were to come together, we'd make an impact. We'd make a big difference. If you ever notice, for example, if there's communities in almost any city or town you go, there's going to be a Chinatown. There's going to be, uh, you know, a little Italy. There's going to be these communities that stick together. But there's no real 
black community that sticks together and like looks out for one another. If we would have had, if we would have had that community, that's right. Yeah, that drops it. If we, ain't, ain't that, ain't that Ain't that what we got in Brownsville and East Flatbush, though? But are they supporting each other? Are they protecting each other? Are they loving I mean, each other? They're fighting against each other. Got... True. Because okay, again, I guess it goes that's back. Not the best example. It goes back to the media that sets these things that they put us against each other. So we're always fighting each other because they don't want us to band together. You understand that? If we band together, that yeah, leads to that courage. That leads those, to that strength. Those. That leads to the change. And to and to. To the one percent controls the media, though. I, to piggyback off of what um, Jake, Jake said, you would feel a lot less scared knowing you're around that you people. have your friend. Exactly. Knowing you have your brother next to you, knowing you have your sister next to you, knowing right. you have people that's willing to fight with you, you'd be a lot less scared. A lot right. of people are, are scared because because they they have the coverage, but nobody around them has the coverage. If they find people, be like, listen, let's do this together. Two heads are always better than one. Three heads Perfect. are better than two, and so on and so forth. Perfect example no. of it. You guys know where I live. I live in Massachusetts. All my neighbors are white, except for one. I, all my neighbors are white, except for one. One black person that lives to the left of me. Six nine. I say it again. You live next to six nine now. Stop. Six nine is not black. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not this topic for another day. Actually, I'm never going to discuss him ever. So no, 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 no. We we no. Nah, we we t- talk about him later. No, nah, I'm not. So we're done. I don't. I don't. My heart's not in to talk about a rat. <laughs> yeah, really? We'll see. We'll see where joke. we go. So we, we'll see where so we, we won't save six nine for the next episode. I don't feel like discussing it ever. We'll see where it goes. Let's see where the vibe is. <laughs> huh? huh? But uh, the knowing the community I live in, the other day I like you know knowing that I was soon going to be quarantined. I told I told Eon the first thing I was going to look for was actually uh, a weapon to keep at the house. Never had to think about that when I was living in my black community in New York, knowing that I'm surrounded by people that don't like respect my color, don't want to see people of my color around. First thing I look for is a piece of you know I have a metal bat here just for my defense because I I know I can't trust people around me. But if I were living around people, if I knew my neighbors, like for example, were black and a similar color like me and understood where I, where I came from and understood the, you know, understood the surroundings. I, I am a person of color and I, you know, if we could stick together knowing that we're people of color and we go through the same struggles, that is why that courage is not there because, you know, we're divided. We're, we're against each other is what it is. Yo, bless. Were you picturing Mikey swinging up, swinging a bat, or was it just me? Wow, y'all really uh. laughing? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's look, that's the look, friendship. I didn't. I, fucking, he brought it up. Fuck, okay, he brought fucking, it up. Fucking, fucking, <laughs> fucking four <laughs> grand slam. I'm like, yo, like four <laughs> grand slam. Grand slam. I could, I could, I can, I can see him swinging a bat, but. Knowing Jiggy, I can also see him saying like a very corny phrase after cracking oh, somebody on. in the head. <laughs> like I could see him hitting somebody and go home run. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you might as well. Uh, but... Yo, fucking. <laughs> also, um, I, I mean, yeah. I, I, our our uh, location has been kind of kind of gentrified, so like, uh. I mean, I understand. Like, like back in the day, there was definitely a lot more black people than there were now. 
than they are now. But yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. Like you, you, you what you I do want to say is you could easily go to Flatbush. On. You could go to Flatbush, which is right next to you, and like and you're surrounded by Caribbeans. You're surrounded by people that speak a similar, you know, a similar dialect True. than what you're speaking. Or you're surrounded by other Caribbeans, so you're from a similar home. You're definitely right. You're definitely right. It's a it's a ghost town now, but yeah, you're definitely right. Well, oh man, the, you know, the pandemic and the corona. But uh, if I could leave, or I don't know if we're gonna end this topic, but if I could say one thing, it's just uh, as black people, people of color, we need to learn how to embrace one another and stop. You know, we do these drugs and crimes against each other. That's your brother. That's that's your brother of color. Like you guys come he, from the same. Yeah, place. he he may not he may not have your last name. He may not be your blood. He may not be from the same ethnicity nationality for a true or from. But that man is your brother. At the end of the day, we all come from Africa, and we all need to understand that you know we're rooted together. Like you said, we all come from Africa. We need to learn how to love each other, love one another, and come together and build a community that we can have that strength and have that courage, so that we can cause change. We can. Show people, change the shit, shift how these racist white people think that we're not of worth. No, we are. We are. Listen, we we are wanna, definitely we are definitely worth, and then some, and then some. Um, That's all, and then some. I what 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 I, what I would what I would say to end off on my and my part off is to say, um, my brothers, my sisters. We already have most of the world fighting us. The last thing we want to do is fight each other. Um, the last thing we want to do is fight each other. There's there's people that we see right now. It's not only white people. Like right now, we we are the the fight becomes so much more difficult when we're not united. So once we learn that, we're going to be the most unstoppable force. In the exactly whole world, my point. honestly, and and there's you know, there's literally history of how unstoppable we were when we when we worked together. Like, only, just look at thing, the history in Africa. Only thing that could stop us is us at the end of the day. So, and we've we've been stopping each other for a very long time. Uh, that needs to stop. Crabs in a barrel is what they call it. When one crab tries to get out, the other crab gets jealous and pulls the other one back. Yeah, I don't I don't know where that mentality came from though. Like for a civilization, uh, a, a people of pe- people who has been sport of each other for so long. It's, ri- it's ridiculous. But it's up to us. Actually, I actually saw a funny meme um, on, on Twitter because Twitter has a lot of funny memes saying that how like um, they show pictures of how pe- uh, people of color have always fought back. And uh, like we're not trying to get a, we're not gonna get this topic right now, but yeah. um, show pictures of us fighting back and like what causes us like yo we used to fight back like what causes us to stop, and then somebody wrote Christianity. I'm like oh, oh. that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Christianity made us passive. Damn that. But yeah, like I, like, <laughs> but like I said, man, that's that's a conversation for a whole another podcast. Oh, oh man, um. That's oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna lead to a larger conversation, which yeah, I, t- don't. I don't, I don't, I don't promote my Twitter. I only made it to like talk back to people who who, who diss the Knicks. Wow. Conversation for the topic, but like, <laughs> yo, people, black Twitter is the funniest shit black I have ever seen in my life. Black Twitter is amazing. Oh, Jake, you have a Twitter too. I don't promote my Twitter, yeah. but 
I don't jig you out of Twitter. Like yeah. you be seeing the shit too, oh, right? Oh, hell yeah. It's ridiculous. All I do is scroll and laugh and a screenshot. Oh, same thing. Same thing. Yo. Twitter's underrated. Yeah, but uh, I don't say Twitter has a good community of black people that like, you know, they really do oh, of course. support each other. They support each other. They support each other. They they attack who needs to be attacked. Well, I won't say attack, yeah. but they put oh, yeah. in their place. They'll put you in your place. Need to be yeah, put in their place. Right. You say something out back of line. Twitter, back Twitter, yeah, they will get around you. Black Twitter humbles people. Right. Really quickly. And I won't even say it in a negative way. They do it in positive so, ways, too. For example, if a black person yeah, would say something that's out of line, even, you know. They don't even curse you out. They use, they use fucking sarcasm and shit. It's hilarious. Right. Right. Yo. Bless. I'm not a part of me, black... I'm not a part of Twitter yet, but I feel like if I was on Twitter, I would cause some real havoc. If I'm being real with you, I feel like you you'd be the most popular. You probably be one of the most popular people on Twitter if you had a Twitter blast. Like, don't finish it. I'm like, I'm not even trying to gas you up. I'm not even trying to gas you up, bro. But I feel like if you had a Twitter, son, like like you just said, man, you would do the most amount of damage. Because I know your personality. The things you say, how you like to joke. Yeah, it would translate on Twitter like that, bro. You fit right into black Twitter, honestly. Shit, I be I be stealing the shit that you be saying. I put it on Twitter. Wow, thanks for being honest. <laughs> thanks for being honest. Always, man. And he put you in the right place. No word. Yeah, I'd Is be like really? from. I'd be like. Oh, yeah, I'd be like Mike Stabus. No, not really. Not at all. <laughs> I'm just chatting. <laughs> yeah. I take all the credit. Just chatting. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. This is I'm telling you, bro, you gotta make a Twitter. I'm telling you, you makes you do so much damage. It's not even funny. I think my I think my biggest fear is like Twitter going out of style as soon as I decide to jump in the wave. Um That's my biggest fear. Like I go and everybody just leaves. I'm like, oh, I just got here. What's up, man? Like But we're gonna see, man. We're gonna see. Maybe I maybe I'll jump in there one day. Till then, IG hey, is my baby. IG, yeah. Shout out IG. Right. Um. All right. So, um, Question. I didn't even check the conversation. Alright, we gotta talk. About, I mean, um, like um, the pre-podcast when we when we chat before we, we start. Um, I was talking about how another situation about um Brianna Taylor, an EMT worker who was uh shot eight times at her at her place of residence with her boyfriend. Um, right. Yeah. 22 shots were fired. Her boyfriend shot back. She was shot. An award-winning, a model citizen, an award-winning EMT who loved her job in healthcare was, was shot and killed. And like what we were talking about before about accountability, um, the officers who, who um, were involved were on administrative leave. Um, I... A situation like these that continue to um, upset me. Um, I, w- I found out about this from um, uh, on, on Facebook by um, one of my Facebook friends, uh, Tasha Joaquin. Shout out Major Point. Um, can't wait for episode three to drop. Um, she's always outspoken about all of her posts, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, and it, it, it based on her posts, it made me want to do more research. And the more research I did, the more upset I've become. Right. Like this, this um, it was a police raid at her at her home, March thirteenth is when it, when it occurred. Um, 
a cops were didn't announce themselves. They came into the home, went to the bedroom. They got the raid wrong. It was incompetence on the police end. And a woman lost her life. A woman who loved her life, who loved her job, lost her life. And oh. this is where we this is where we continue saying how accountability means the most. I don't there there's um people who aren't accountable for the mistakes that were made in that raid. Nothing was found. They were in the wrong place. They were at the wrong address, going after the wrong people. And a young woman, 26 years old, same age as my older sister, lost her life. And it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so I, know, I, it's, I, it's, it's sad that, you know, I, you hear these so often. What did you say? Like said, uh, Brianna, Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor? Brianna Taylor. I'm not... Yeah, I don't want to say I'm not familiar. I heard about an incident like that. Um, unfortunately, I'm not too familiar, so I can't opine. I can't give my take on that. But uh, like I said, man, it's just one of those one of those instances that it's sad, it's tragic. But and she's the same age as Ahmad. It's ridiculous. Because 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 these happen so much, and because they're just so like so consistent, man. It's it's hard to. To give all of your energy to 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 all of these instances, man, it's so crazy. Um, rest in peace to to Miss Taylor. Um, May she rest in peace. I hope she's. I hope. I hope she receives the justice that that is due, whether she's here to experience it or not. Um, I, I I'm a firm believer in karma. I'm a firm believer in in the universe correcting itself. So whatever mistakes that are made do get corrected. So if 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 anybody did her wrong, um, you do have yours coming to you. But once again, rest in peace to Miss Taylor, man. Um, that's a sad story. Really sad story. Sleep in peace, sleep in power. Yeah, man. All you, um, did, all you did was live your life. It's sad. Yeah. Thinking about that, have you guys heard about uh, this new killer wasp that's like apparently in the in the states now? Oh, the the the, the killer hornet from China. Hornet. hornet, man. Yeah. Man, um, if if it's still. You know, <laughs> it's one thing. If it's not one thing for this year, it's another, man. It's ridiculous. Well, you said I'm the thing just, about karma. Oh. I'm so interested in seeing what June has to has to bring for us. Because honestly, man, like, I feel like every month something crazy happens. Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> so at this point, it's like, I bet. What you got for me, June? Right. What you got? What you got? Let's get it. Keep the guard up. <laughs> oh, fucking meteor. I would not be surprised if, <laughs> if, if Exodia comes just tumbling through and just wiping everybody yeah. out, man. I would nah, not be surprised. Fucking up, damn. Fucking obliterating niggas. <laughs> right. What I was send niggas to the shadow. Send niggas to the shadow realm. <laughs> Look, man. I wouldn't be surprised, man, if the Fire Nation just comes and, and, and burns everything down. Oh, my God. I'm not going to be surprised anymore. It's like, what else do you got? Everything that has happened that you just thought would never would happen would happen, man. We're on right. lockdown, God damn it. Like, bro, like, bro, man, the, li- the, literally, the White House literally sent out images saying that UFOs are real. Oh. And people just said, people just people just shrugged that shit off. It's like, all right, okay. <laughs> all right, what else you got from 2020? Okay. Take off. <laughs> 
Yo, I thought that was the only one I saw. I thought maybe it was like, you know what? Maybe maybe it's not incorrect inc- information. Maybe that's just, you know, someone uh, trolling. Like, pe- people really, like, shrug. People really shrug that shit off. I'm like, all right, bet. <laughs> and it was yeah, flying UFO fast. Was, like, that UFO was flying. So whatever it was going, fast. I don't want to know. Like, if I'm being I don't want to know either, son. <laughs> It was, it was flying. It looked like it was going fast. So I'm I'm more scared of the camera that caught caught that at that speed, and I'm more scared of how fast it was flying. Yeah, well, I was gonna say it was. That's been ridiculous. Because of karma, I was thinking you know things have to balance out, right? If we're going through some shit right now, 2021 got to be great, right? I hope oh. so. <laughs> it's I really hope like, so. We got to have some real blessings. Because people, back. people. Because people was talking about twenty twenty, like would be the year people would change their life, take that next step, and then oh yeah, their lives got changed. This... Right. <laughs> yeah, we've been stuck at home. <laughs> you've been Just at home been stuck for two at months. Home, about a couple days, people dying. Two months. Crazy. I've been working from home for about fifty five days now. I've been keeping. Man, <laughs> I feel like we all have fucking man. ridiculous. March 13th is when this started in New York. So it's about to be... Yo, did you, they, you know they extended the, the... Well, they didn't send the pause, but they extended the state of emergency to like June 7th. Yeah. The pause? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're doing it little by little so that they don't cause panic. They're slowly moving the day out. Yeah, slowly, man, slowly. I, had, I, had, I had so much plans for June. Yo, shout out Jenny, man. I know your birthday's coming up soon. I feel I'm sorry. We're just gonna have to to have a Zoom party for your birthday, sis. Yeah, <sighs> oh, man. I know my twenty fifth <laughs> my twenty fifth was put on hold because of of COVID nineteen. Um a lot of people's Ian, I'm just letting you know right now, I'm not celebrating your birthday with you. Um if we're out of here by your it's birthday. Probably, it's probably like why why? It's probably um, not gonna happen anyways. Like even even after COVID nineteen lasts, I feel like we're not gonna be able to go into groups until like twenty twenty one. Yeah, we're gonna need fucking like gas masks. I'm not gonna party with you. Um, I'm not gonna celebrate. That's, that's fine. Only because can I don't want to look at I don't want to look you have I look at you having fun, and me feel jealous. So let <laughs> you know now so that you're not mad when I don't show up. If really, um, is that petty? Yes, it is. <laughs> How about? Ticked off. I, I mean, I know, I know. You don't want to be present for my twenty fifth, but are you at least going to send a text like a happy birthday, bro? No. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I got you. Text, post on social media. Um, I'm about to send you something to your cash app. <laughs> but as far as me watching you enjoying yourself on your twenty fifth birthday, that's not happening. I'm going to be jealous. I'm going to be jealous. Very jealous. I, I, that's understandable, man. Like you, you didn't really. None of us really asked for this. Like I was also looking forward to your twenty fifth birthday too, bro. Like you're gonna fun. Yeah, man. I know, man. But hey, man, it happens. Um, there are some positives to this quarantine. I've saved so much money being here. Same, bro. Same. So much money. It's funny. I have I have a thousand dollars worth of sneakers that I have not worn in twenty twenty. <laughs> um, That's funny. $1,000 worth of sneakers that I have not worn yet. Wow. And I still have saved so much bread. It's not even funny. But hold on. I'm not. What? So, why are you buying new sneakers? Where are you wearing them to? The living room? Summertime. So, one of them was a one of them was a present. One of them 
I needed because I just like them. I like I had my eye on them for months, like because I knew they were gonna drop around like April. So I had my eye on them for months. I'm like, I don't care if there's no, I don't care if there's no outside to go to. I'm gonna buy them. Right. And a few of them I had bought right around the time that the quarantine happened. So like I had bought them, but I never got a chance to wear them because you know we couldn't go anywhere. Right. Man, man, we know we got. I'm, 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 I'm lit. So we be outside. I'm lit. Man, you stock pair picks every day. You stocked up. So did the boot, man. I don't even got. I don't got about nothing else for the year. I'm good. As soon as one is done, wear the other. That's Yo, it. The first fit, first one I'm wearing outside is gonna be a fire ass fit to walk to the barbershop. No funny. <laughs> I'm gonna look. Yo, I'm gonna be fleed out just to I'm walk not, to my barber and just be like, hey, I'm not, I'm not even front and a fade. Not even gonna front, even though I'm bald. I need I need to walk to the barbershop too, so I need to I need to get this beard trimmed. Listen, need the barber to get the stubble off the off his head. Facts. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, Jake. Let's see how it is. It wasn't a bad one, yo. They actually do clean it up though. Okay. So which do you prefer? You prefer when the barber cuts it, like does the ball fade, or does the? What do you call I I rather cut my own hair and let them handle the beard. That's that's I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it at that. I thought they have special clippers, like you know they could get like real down low, or like they use a razor. Not that I know of. I, I do it myself. I've you know I've been cutting my ah. own hair for like two years now. So oh shit. But, but the beard has been gone for two years, so I, I need somebody to trim it down a little bit, just right. a little bit, you know, like Kevin Hart, just a little bit. Never in my life would I thought that I go two months without a haircut. But here we are, man, and and managed to get into a little fro. Unfortunately, right. I'm not able to get braids just yet. <laughs> you, I you, think you, at the three month mark. You still on that, bro? You think I'm not getting braids? Do you know, it. Yes, Do I thought it. you were. Come on, bro. Not, bro. I think I, I think I haven't like cut it myself yet, bro. It's very soft. Like, it's I kind of I kind of just figured that you didn't want to deal with the. You didn't want to deal with that. I didn't think you were actually trying to get braids. Now that you're actually trying to get braids, I, I, I don't know if that's a good idea. I feel like that's the wrong move to make as the man in your position. Like, wow. In this situation, I feel like that's the wrong move to make. I feel like you're not... I feel like you're not moving smart enough. I feel like you I should really rethink this. Do. Yeah, you do got you do, you do to do, like do what you got to do, do, but that, that ain't it. And I'm telling you... Stay blessed place, all for it. From a place of concern. Don't listen to the jig. All right, don't listen to the jig. I'm all for it. Don't do listen it. to the jig. Do don't it, listen yo. To Nick Cannon no. did that shit. And he was no. a fucking he ain't, line. He's not Nick yo, Cannon. I gotta do what I gotta let's do. Go. Yo, literally, get some braids and you learn how to play the drums. It's like a win-win. Come on, let's do it. I gotta it do doesn't work. Gotta do, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. And if I can't play drums, I'm gonna start dancing and being you guys serve three. Let's go. So We don't leave it at that, though. Crumping in the rain. Oh, you think I won't? I won't. I don't. I don't. I don't don't think you won't. I hope you you got me upset. I hope you won't. You think I won't? This song. This song is dedicated to. Hold on. Where is it? This song is dedicated to my braids, man. Liberty, 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 liberty. Cut that out, please. Please cut that out for the braids. Um, Yeah. Hold on. Shout out to Joe Budden. We do not own the rights to that music. Please do not sue us. I'm a big fan of your podcast. 
I just started. Yo, check the mail. We're gonna. Yeah, check the mail. We're gonna get a copyright letter in about two weeks. Facts. Yeah. Right. Why are we about to get sued? Um, and if we if we do happen to get sued, um, it was Eon that played the song. No, it was not. Uh, Eon has Eon, Eon did not have. How you go throw under the bus, man? Eon has. I am not even set up, bro. All I have yeah, is my laptop Eon open. Played the song. Eon did not play the song. Um, I. If you want to DM me, I can give you his address. I don't want to put it on. Wow. <laughs> All of wow. yeah. me personally. And you heard Joe. You heard that how talk about snitching. I, you heard how Bless be like, yo, I don't fuck with Eon. I'm like, you know right now, man, I don't fuck with Bless, man. This 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 is some some trading oh. shit. Oh you know, shit, so, we got a beef going on. It's on some six nine shit, bro. Like, what you talking about? So love, man. So love. Again, okay. Is it? Are we, we going to talk about it? Because I don't know if we... I feel like we I should. I feel like we should. So like, it's, it's it's news. It's giving it... It's, like, publicity. I mean, but he was speaking facts, though. Let me, he was speaking facts. Let me let me tell you why I don't want to speak on this topic. All right, man. Right? Let's and, go. And, and, and me telling you why I don't want to speak on this topic is technically speaking on this topic, so I'm, all, I'm already a little upset. But why not, right? So, this man... David Hernandez. God blessed. This man, this little boy, I'm sorry, not a man, this little boy. Same age as Jake. Got his, got his hey, second hey, chance. This, this little boy got a second chance at life, right? Right. He did so many stupid things. Yep. yep. He antagonized so many people. Right. He trolled so many people. He, in, the, in, in that, he put himself in danger. He put his family in danger. His mom was was almost kidnapped. He put his, his children in danger, the mother of his children in danger. He put so many people in danger. Got a chance to get his life back in order. All he had to do was stay out of the picture. Just shut the fuck up. Do anything. For he comes him. back. Do anything. Decides. He comes back and decides to do the exact same thing that put him in this problem in the first place. Now, how could somebody support that? It's beyond me. But I personally cannot support that. So if you guys want to speak about it, I will sit here and I will listen. But you ain't saying shit. But I can't. I I can't listen to somebody who who saw everything, who almost lost everything, right. and decided to just go back. And now he's like back and he's even worse than before. Right. 48 hours after he decided to go back and do the same stupid stuff he was doing, he had to get relocated. Like, it it's showing you that the more you keep doing it, the more it's, it, it's going to turn bad for you. He doesn't want to listen. So that's my only piece on that. Yeah, I don't have you know? any any energy to give to it either. It's, oh, it's insulting. It's just stupid. And Look, man, I am, I am not. Hopefully. I am not yeah. the biggest 6 uh, uh, 6 9 fan. All right. Never have been, ever will. He just made a couple of songs that I thought it was dope. Um, I posted on the syndicated story about a couple of shit that he did because that that song did slap. Like, but at the same time, it's not like I'm condoning like his nonsense. Like, but he was speaking facts on live, saying that how you be loyal to people who aren't loyal to you. But my thing is like, if you were always, if you were never about that life, why would you try to front and pretend? Because he he's in the wrong too. Cause he did put a he did try to put a hit on Chief Keef. Like he tried to be part of something that he tried to be part of a life that clearly he does not have the qualifications for. 
Like, he, he was not about that life and the front like he was was his downfall. So, yeah, I, I, agree, with, I agree with Mike. Like, he, he is the reason for all of the misfortunes. And the fact that it's it's strong that he hasn't learned anything from his actions. I just hope that he learns soon. Because he is, he is young. He can still learn. He's around our age. Like, hopefully, shit will change. But that song... Hopefully, he, he dropped, learns before he dies. Yeah, hopefully... at this rate... That's where he's going. Um, The song that he did drop did slap. My only question is... What I've told um, yeah off camera... Off pod uh, was like... Who gave him permission to say the n-word like clearly he's mexican mexican have a native background they're not black and i'm pretty sure he's not black at all i don't know who gave him the pass to say the n-word that's only that's one of one of the few gripes i have with him aside from that man um i guess the world needed i guess some portion of the world some small portion but needed him back i'm glad he's back but if you haven't learned anything from that experience, like what's the point of even coming back? You're you're pretty much better off in prison, and I'm gonna leave it at that, man. That's actually a topic dealing with the N word. I think we could probably delve down to in a different time, but I do want to ask you guys: Who do you believe has the right to say the N word? Nobody. Nobody. Why do you say nobody? Because we, in the sense, use the word with, you know, nigga with the because A to take back the word that was used to oppress us. So it's supposed to be a symbol of strength. That's the stupidest thing I've heard in my life. I mean, that's 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 what I've I've seen, too. I've like seen that the hard ER was what... Um, was used to oppress us. The, yeah, it was used to oppress us. And the A was us using... Used the a, switching into the A is what us taking the word back. Um, so, I, I don't know how uh, factual how people feel about that. I, I don't necessarily agree with that either. Like, that, that doesn't really necessarily make any sense to me, but I only ended up saying the word because of the people I was around with. So, like, I don't know if we even ourselves have the right to say that word. I mean, I guess we do, but, like, I don't think if it's, like, ethical for us to say that word. Even even amongst ourselves. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still going to say it um, because I, I haven't... I need to, to adjust to not saying it, I guess. But nah, Jig Jig has Jig and, and Bless has some points. Like we really no one should really say it. So uh stay um, bless. I, I wanna hear what you want to say, but I just want to jump in real quick. I always try to refrain from saying it. Sometimes it does slip out because that's just the environment we're, we're raised up around. We're raised up in, in Brooklyn. You know, there's lots of black people there and the way we do use it is a form of camaraderie or for example, what up? Like, you know, my nigga. Like, that's we, embracing somebody, right? We also Depending drink, on how it's used. We also drink a lot of Hennessy. That also contributes to that. Part of the culture. Yo, H- H- yo, yo I Hennessy. often do... Hennessy, sponsor us. Go ahead. I often do try to refrain from using it because I think there's just so many other words that we can use to impact and move people. So, it, I, I, it can be used in certain circumstances, but I, in my everyday, I always try to avoid using it. But... Stay blessed. What do you have to say? Like, who do you think has um, the right to say So, I just want to harken back to one of the points that Eon made earlier, because I forgot to bring that up. The views and opinions on 6 9 music shown on the syndicated page do not reflect the views and opinions as shown by the members of syndicated entertainment. I just want to point that out there. Agreed. Agreed. just wanted to point that out there. Second, as opposed to who's supposed to say the N-word, I think nobody. Like, 
I'm I'm probably the biggest hypocrite in the world when it comes to the N-word because I feel like nobody should say it, yet I say it a lot. You know what I mean? And it's like, why? It's because it's just, it's a part of... It's a form it's of expression just, that we've just got used to. It's, it's a form of expression. It's the way I was raised. It's how I get my point of... It's how, it's how I talk to people, you know? Right. But for a word that causes so much... If one person says a word to another person and that causes so much you know like so much negative negative results let's say it causes so much drama so much commotions if if a white person says something to a black person that means that this word is so powerful so filled with hate and 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 discrimination and racism that i don't see how Changing one letter, but still saying the same word changes things when a black person is saying it to another black person. I don't, I, I never got it. Don't get it. Once again, I'm, I will stand out there and I will call myself a hypocrite because I do say the word in a lot. But I'm also working on saying it less because if it's if it causes so much drama, then we just shouldn't be saying it at all. I, I, I just don't get it. I just truly don't get it. Like, it's not supposed, like, we're not supposed to be saying it to each other. If when somebody else says it to us, it's like, it's, you know, it's bad. It's basically right. like, because then it makes it seem like, like, okay, we can do that to each other. We can belittle each other. We can talk down on each other. I know that we use it as a term of endearment, you know, right. but I just, I, I've never seen where the logic is that, okay, if you say it with the A, it's less hurtful. Sounds the same, but it's spelled different. Because then right. somebody else could say, that's not black. Could be like, oh, yeah, I didn't mean it with the E-R. I meant it with the A. It just sounds the same. No, you're, you're saying the same word, bro. Like, just don't say it. Okay. Nobody should say it. So in a sense that someone that isn't black, like like 6 9 we were saying, right? He's Mexican. Mm-hmm. Do you... Okay, so I understand it seems like we don't condone that. So if someone around you were to say it that is not, a, like, a black person, how would you guys react? Well, correct. I struggle with this myself. First, I just want to say first. I just, first, I just want to say six nine should be not saying anything. You should be shut up and go somewhere else. You I should agree. not be saying a word. We get we, it, bro. We, don't even like say good morning to nobody. Go away. <laughs> um, as far as as far as um, what happens if I hear somebody around me say it that that's not allowed to say it, um, bring it up. You let them know. Hey, 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 hey. Whoa, whoa. What are you doing? Correct them immediately. And say, Sorry, like expeditiously. Yeah, like, oh, ch- 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 we don't do that. We don't do that. Here. We don't do that. Here. Um, I've, I've been around some people that said it that I never felt comfortable when they said it. I'm like, well, I don't, what, why are you saying that word? Like, why, what do you, like, and then they'll be like, nah, I didn't even mean like that. Don't say it at all. Not, I don't care what you didn't mean. Just don't say it. Um, that's just my stance on the, on the N-word. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to still say it though, my nigga, you feel me? <laughs> yeah, so the thing is, I like, that's one of the reasons why I try not to say it around people because I feel like if I do, in a way, people around me feel more welcome. Like, because we use it as a term of endearment or we use it sometimes to just flavor up what you're saying, right? Yeah, that nigga over there is like acting real stupid. Sometimes when you say it, people around you feel more inclined to say it themselves because one, it may sound cool when, when, when it rings off, when it comes out, you know, in your sense, whatever. So, so I always try to avoid saying it just so that someone else around me doesn't feel the need to say that so that I, I don't feel a type of way and I have to, you know, really check them because then you're like, you know, the environment might end up changing. People are going to feel a little tense, like, oh, he's a angry black man, you know, getting mad about it. But 
I just try to avoid it because, like you said, there's so much, you know, drama behind the word. There's so much if, then, or buts about it. Like, I'd rather just not say it. So much history. It's so much history behind it. Like, so much right. painful and like dark I, history. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Hope, hopefully one day people will be like, you know, let's just not say it at all. Yeah. It's not doing us, yeah, any, it's not doing us any favors, honestly. Yeah, I, I got to practice what I preach. By not by not saying it. So uh, my, my, my my mindset is like save it for the next generation because I don't, I feel like I'm gonna end up saying it regardless, especially <laughs> especially for for DJing. So like it's it's gonna come up. What? I mean, when it comes in parties too, exactly. Like it's a term yeah. of endearment. It's a term of like you know getting people hype. So it is difficult. It is hard. But like you know, like I, I said, I'm, there's plenty of I'm, other words. I, I'm making the attempt, but I I don't have any any confidence. And there's plenty of other words we use to just. To endear people, yo, fam, that's my brother. Like, there's other my words, guy. yo, my there's ass. other words to uplift people. Not definitely my bumble club. <laughs> oh, wow, maybe bumble club is not the word, but yeah, still, definitely you know, not like, the word. Definitely not the word. Not uh, you kind of kind of missed on that one, but I digress. <laughs> yeah, that was a brick, Mike. Damn <laughs> <laughs> right, man. So I guess I guess we hit up everything that we wanted to, man. Um, yeah, man. We're gonna go back to our regular food. Um, what up? What up? What up? Nah, nah, nah. nah I think I think it is it is May tenth. It is May tenth. I just want to say Happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful mothers out there in the world. Happy Mother's Day. Um, happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful moms. Happy Mother's Day. I, I feel like by the time we drop this, Mother's Day will definitely pass. So Happy Mother's Day, Happy Haitian Mother's Day. Facts. facts happy Haitian Mother's Day. Happy uh, Haitian Flags Day too. That's coming whenever Yo, we drop this. Day. Every day should be Mother's Day, man. Yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on Every a limb and say this. IG, you know, it's funny because a lot of these girls I see put on IG posting their mothers, and their mothers look better than them. But wow, I just keep my head up. <laughs> okay, saying, you know, Happy Mother's Day. We try to, we try to have a serious, we try to have a serious podcasting so we'll end on that. I had to throw one in. There. I had to throw one in. There. I was looking like, damn, girl, that's your mom. What did it mm. That was Mick Jiggy. That was Mick Jiggy. That was no, Mick Jiggy. Everybody, Ooh, that was, was Mick Jiggy. We about to no, 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 don't edit it out. Don't edit it, don't edit it out. Don't be pussy. Gotta put you. Put wow. You, yeah, All right. You know what? About to get canceled. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> All right. So yeah, we, I know. I'm gonna be in trouble. We won't. We won't leave it at that, man. So happy Mother's Day. Um, hope you guys are well. This quarantine will end soon. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your family. Um. Thank you, much big love to because it's, it's also um, Nurses Week. Um, thank you to all the people, all the nurses, big, everyone in the front front lines, everyone who's all the essential workers. I want to thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you for for you know risking your lives. Hope they're paying you guys well, definitely. And, Those people you know, on the front lines right now. They going the through it too, sir. Protecting us from disease, you know. We but. thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. Like keep keep striving. Like you, this is something. This is what I wanted to do, and like words is so, there's not enough words to express how deeply we love and appreciate the amount of work and effort that you're putting in. <laughs> With that being said, this has been another episode of the You Good Podcast. I am DJ Eon. It's your boy Mike. Stay blessed. Boom, by God. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's your boy Mike Jiggy in the cut. And, um, we were serious. We were, serious. We were definitely yeah, serious. We needed a serious that. one. You know, we, we gotta show people how we feel on these views. Not everything's a joke. Sometimes, sometimes you it's have not. to you know, shed some light on you know what's really going yeah. on. Yeah, we do. 
We we want we to speak. We couldn't end. Sorry, we couldn't just end on a on a on a on a on a, on a sad down note, man. We had to bring some light into it, man. That's why I said the shit um, about the mom. I mean, I mean, y'all know y'all know the facts. Like you've been with us for for six episodes now, so. Word. All right, so you know, Thanks. like what like we usually say, man. Like in the title, man. We just wanted. I mean, well, currently we're not all good, but we're gonna ask anyways. You good? Are, Are you, you good? good? But hold up, y'all good? Please tell me you got good. good? <laughs> <laughs>